I'm trying to think of some kind of noir narration I could do in the Pat, Pattinson mm. voice, but I don't think I can pull that off. So, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. It's been a long night here at Kapow, the pop culture podcast, and our voices are gravelly. So we're going to talk about the Batman. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. And I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Seth. So this big movie came out, right? The Batman. Right. Right. Two out of three of us. Did anyone uh, get the Little Caesars uh, Batman Calzone? Batman can fight crime, but only you can bring home the Batman Calzone from Little Caesars with pizza and calzone crust. So you tell us, who's the real hero? Walk in and walk out with the Batman Calzone and see the Batman in theaters March 4th. Pizza, pizza. I was surprised that he didn't get one. Let's start with a review of that. I was surprised that he didn't get one in the movie. Like, there's so much product There was a billboard. There was a billboard. In the movie? Yes, on a building, the side of a building, there was a giant Little Caesars billboard. Oh, my gosh. God, I wonder how much that cost. I knew it would be there. (laughs) (laughs) It cost a Calzone promotion. (laughs) So I got one when it first started. All right. Actually, I had gotten the. They did the calzone one time, like <laughs> really this did summer. Get one. This yeah, is great. yeah. Oh, so, cool. This is the guy. Spoilers on the yeah, calzone. The calzone. Back, I'll give you that calzone you. thing. Actually, check I out read now it. if you don't want to know. <laughs> there was some website. A guy did a review, and it was really funny because it was like the calzone is just like Batman. It's like he go. He puts his body through a lot of torture. You know, <laughs> it's like. It's like it was a whole review of how the calzone right? is like yeah. a, a feat of strength you have to endure. Yeah. And it was, yeah. So I got the calzone when it first came out. You know, Little Caesars is always innovating. You know, they're this is not a paid sponsorship, but they are on the top <laughs> of the pizza game. Okay. Yeah. I mean so since Roman a, times. They made a calzone and it was pretty good. I liked it. And then I went back a few weeks later, I was like, I'll get another one of those calzones. Like ah, Pizza just, Pizza. He's like, they're discontinued. I'm like, oh, I'll never get a calzone again. It was just a fond memory. Then comes the Batman calzone. It comes back shaped like a bat in some way, but somehow way greasier. The shaping somehow allowed the grease to pool in different places or something. Mm. So I got a Batman calzone, and it, uh, it... Pretty much did me in. I was sick the entire next day. I was gonna say that does not sound appetizing. No, it was horrible. I I could still smell it. I could still smell it in my car. I got in my car the next day from driving home. I can still smell it. It smelled my whole house smelled like it. Wow. It was bad. It made me sick. Wow. Sounds like like you had a prank pull on you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm done with the Batman calzone. But you know what? I don't give up, you guys. You tried it again. I did. I, oh, my God. <laughs> it didn't make me sick enough. <laughs> so the week Batman's coming out, I'm like, it's Batman. It's Batman weekend. I'm going to get another one of those. I'm getting back <laughs> on the bad horse. <laughs> it can't be. like it, I got a bad one. I got a bad one. That was count. my thought. 
So my thought was, if I only eat a tiny bit of it, you just got to sample. You can't, you know, yeah. you can't go too deep into this. So like, so I'll get breadsticks. I'll, 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 maybe the breadsticks will soak up some of the grease. All right. Oh, so I'll eat, yeah. I'll eat some breadsticks and a few little nibbles of the calzone, and then put it away. All right. Put it away. So I, I called. I called. I was at, uh, I was at Kroger. Finished my shopping. Called in an order because nothing is ever hot and ready anymore. The pandemic has thrown the whole system oh, out, of, out of whack. Nothing is hot and ready. Ran into a friend of mine in the parking lot. So I stood and talked to him for 10, 15 minutes. So I knew my order had, had plenty of time to go through. Right. I'm across the street, go to Little Caesars. There's a woman ahead of me. She's picking up her order. They open up the little vault of pizza stuff. Mm-hmm. And I see a box and a breadstick. And I see a couple other boxes. There's only two things in the little oven. They pull out her order, and she's like, uh, I ordered breadsticks. What? Yeah, I was supposed to get breadsticks? Oh, uh, they they put their heads together. Problem solved. They grab the breadsticks from the bottom of the thing. I'm like, those are my, I know for a fact those are my breadsticks. Mm-hmm. They make this, you know. They, they solve the one problem at a time. <laughs> and you're yeah. the last yeah. person that's yeah. going to... To say yeah, anything exactly. at that moment, I'd be so, like, "Nope." And then she thought she had already paid, <laughs> and she hadn't paid, so she had to go. You out let the some car. drunk lady come in yeah. and take your breadsticks. She hadn't even put an order in. She's just no. like, "I want breadsticks." <laughs> so she had to go out to her car to get her debit card. Had to come back in. It took a. It was a whole process. Plenty of time for more breadsticks. So I get up there. I say, "Order for low." What was the order again? Low, uh, what did you order? <laughs> uh, Batman thing and a breadstick. Oh, so later when I get the box, the name on it was Moral M O R L. So apparently, on the phone, when I said low, he wrote down Moral. Well, like, of course, so yeah, that's more that's common name. <laughs> so he, well, it gets my buddy Moral. They're like, What's Moral gonna get here? And he ordered breadsticks are getting cold. I'll just give, she's bitching. Just give her morals breadsticks. <laughs> so literally, there's only one thing on the shelf. And he's like, and he goes, uh, it's going to be another couple minutes on your pizza, which I had ordered literally 25 minutes ago. There was mm. plenty of time for the pizza. Oh, so yeah. I knew something was up. So it was only a few more minutes. I saw more breadsticks come out of the back and then. I didn't see another pizza come out of the back, but I did see more breadsticks. So, Little Caesars lied to my face, and I'm here. Oh, to t- I'm here to gosh. tell on them. But this one, well, I don't do it, guys. It was just, it. Yeah. it was just as greasy, <laughs> but I was more under control. I took better care to not mm. get. That's sick. discipline. When I get yeah. sick on some <laughs> kind of food, I usually I, try and avoid it again. I, I just go scarf it down again and throw up. Yeah. But no, you <laughs> took your time. I can't let food beat me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna master it. Oh, that's. I don't that's, want that to be what my. We'll, that's what we'll say on your tombstone. Say, he mastered the the back calzone. He did not let it defeat him. He I lies here. Want, yeah. Having just, won. That, that couldn't be my last memory. That bad memory couldn't be my last yeah. memory because I love Little Caesars and I love Batman and I couldn't let them hurt me. Well. So then I went to see the movie. When that light hits the sky, it's not just a call, it's a warning. 
from your secret friend who having a clue let's play a game just me and you this is powder king brothers to match I'm just here to unmask the truth about this cesspool we call a city. I've been trying to hurt you. How am I part of this? Oh, you're really not as smart as I thought you were. It's only gonna get worse for you. Selena, don't throw your life away. I can take care of myself. You need a friend of yours? I'm not so sure. Maybe we're not so different. Who are you under there? I'm vengeance. If you are justice, please do not lie. Mr. Wayne. What is the price for your blind eye? So, yeah, I met you for your, you, you were going to go see it. I was like, uh, well, I had just to be fully transparent. I, I watched it twice. I saw it Thursday, you know, the night before opening day. And then I saw it, uh, Monday with you. Yeah. I, was, uh, I had thought all week, like, yeah, maybe I'll go Thursday night forgetting we had uh, played a patron trivia game. Yeah. So I had other plans on Thursday, but yeah, you can also get in on those trivia games by joining our Patreon. Yeah. So I want to say I watched it twice and I know for a fact Jordan watched it once and we both times for me and Jordan made it also all three hours of the movie. No pee break. We, we mm. made it through. You've got to master yourself. Just like Batman. Yeah. You master you mind. Clog body everything up with the calzone and... <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go anywhere. There's, it's like you're just sludge inside. <laughs> anyway, what'd you think of it? So this is Matt Reeves, the director, hmm. who directed Cloverfield, Let Me In, the horror movie, both Dawn and War of and for the Planet of the Apes, the pilot for Felicity. So this guy knows what he's doing. And he made a dark, gritty, detective noir, three-hour epic crime story. It didn't feel very superhero-y. It felt, I don't know, it felt like something else. Something that, you know, DC has always tried to be the gray. (laughs) The Zack Snyder movies are all gray and colorless. But there's still some spark of action and excitement and superheroism this tried to stamp all that out. It's just he was a gritty noir detective, but instead of a fedora, he wore a cape and a cow. Yeah, it's uh, it is what you know. It, the, the joke was the meme was that it was just grittier. Every every version we get gets more and mm-hmm. more gritty. But the whole I was so amazed at the just to get to see him walk in a room with side by side with the police. Yes. He's weird, weirding them out, but he's got 
Jim Gordon with him, so vouching for him. But he is there in his bat suit in the room, detectiving, and that was all I ever wanted. Like this is the type of Batman I like, where he is like, you know, on ground level, do, doing the work, figuring things out. He's not, he's the world's greatest detective, you know. So, so that was amazing to me. It worked. It was. It it worked. And uh, I said, I this, you know, the the score that was built with that, you know, just everything had that that vibe that I liked. I saw it twice because the first time I just almost lost the plot at one point. I was so entrenched in what in what how it looked, how it felt how aesthetically how everything was that i was like i need to see this again just to know to remember exactly what was going on and and the 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 beats come at you like this there's no fat on it so everything's plot and if you miss a beat you're you would lose the thread and good there's definitely a lot going on you know we're throwing three villains in the mix catwoman penguin riddler it deals with the Waynes past, the Arkhams, the Elliots, the Maronis, the Falcones. Like, there's a lot of Gotham architecture mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> behind all this. Yeah. And who knew who and who betrayed who and who owed who a favor, that kind of deal. Of any good twisty noir kind of story. But, yeah, no, knowing some of the Batman mythology certainly helps. I, if you oh, didn't yeah. know any of these people or things, I, I can't imagine quite you know needing a second viewing maybe to, to figure it out yeah it totally was i loved getting to see those characters though having you know read year one and you know all the all that stuff with those characters it was great to see them and i thought they were depicted so well you know uh, just everyone was great in this like i was blown away by for instance catwoman I, I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer's always been like the iconic Catwoman, but this was amazing. Zoe Kravitz was just perfect as Catwoman to me. Like everything perfect. she did, perfect. She was great. This everything about her. I, I so the this movie is you know is super horny. Like they are. There's not nothing happening, but their chemistry was so good when they fight. The first time they meet and he, a guard comes to the room. He pull like, first off, he like slams her down on the table and is on top of her. And then somebody comes to the room and he has to pull her around to the side and is holding her in front of him, his hand over her mouth. And they're breathing in unison. Like it, it's all purposeful. Like it is sexy as hell. (laughs) Just like, I loved that stuff. And, and they, they were, it was just, that kind of stuff was perfect. I, I don't know how you could improve on it. Like it was so good, Jim. Yeah, you know, go on. I was just gonna say it's very we're, we're early in Batman's career, so this is a young Bruce Wayne. He isn't you know all broken and jaded quite yet, but he's you know he's still got a lot of scars and things. So. Oh, he is completely messed up. Like this movie, it does the opposite of what we've seen. So many, everyone is, everyone's becoming. A hero they want it's always a superhero origin story and this is like the opposite to me as we go through it but 
we're going to spoil this. So if you have not seen the Batman and want to check out, you're welcome to. Cliff, if you want to leave and just let us record, yeah, that's fine. But I want to talk about it. I, there isn't anything that you'll see the movie and I forgot all the stuff we said, but it, it, it uh, it's just every, I liked everything about all these characters. Uh, Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon was great. And he tried to give it some realism to, he, he didn't, he doesn't know it's Bruce Wayne. He doesn't, he, he instead of calling him, Batman. He has to address him somewhat. How so? He's just like, "Come on, man!" It's amazing. He's like, "Man, it's not Batman. It's man." And it, and he's like, "I love their relationship. They're silly things. They're so, so like when he's trying, he's trying to get him. He's like, I need to go talk to him in the other room at the police station. Takes him in. He's like, uh, you need to get out of here.' <laughs> it just something about the way he said. It. I was like, "This is your plan," but um. I just, I love it. They always meet up there at where the bat signal is. Like we, you know, that's, you know, all, you know, straight, always their history of doing that, but it's used so much in this movie as a meeting place for characters. And I thought that was well done. Hell, the bat signal as a character is incredible in this, the transformation it takes striking fear into the hearts of men through the whole beginning that opening was so effective of the myth of Batman. The power of Batman is making you afraid and to make a criminal think twice. He can't be everywhere. It's like that. That's, that's never been done better outside the pages of a comic book. Yeah, he did. I, well, there was a voiceover, Robert Pattinson talking o- over that, explaining that. And that was, like you said, he can't be everywhere. So I, they put that signal in the sky and they think I'm everywhere. You know, that was awesome uh the penguin colin farrell like i i hated the idea of this i wanted to (laughs) complain i wanted to complain about justice for fat people and ugly people and why does this guy that's good looking get to play the fat guy part (laughs) but it's just more hollywood fat washing yeah, exactly. But it's like, what the heck? There's a bunch of fat people out there. Like, I thought I was finally going to get to act. I mean, just cat. If you're going to be Robert De Niro in a movie, just cast a Robert De Niro. Yeah. But he was great. He, I thought he was great. Like, he's going to have his own show. You know, everybody thought he was so good. And I, I again, I, I couldn't find any fault with, with that character. Uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler. I wish I didn't know it was going to be him. Like, you know, but it's impossible to not know stuff, but his face is cover up TBK the whole, <laughs> whole time. Uh, but, uh, but again, a, a real world thing, you know, he, he, a real world duplicatable outfit, you know, that whole concept was so well done. We're used to the, a, a very, ridiculous riddler as always ever all we've ever seen you know how are you gonna mess with the batman with a carefully crafted query <laughs> no i i i think paul dana was a great actor but the riddler did nothing for me i didn't like the voice he did i the QAnon like incel version of an internet troll of like posting cryptic things on the internet like 
It's like, I get what you're trying to say, but I didn't like the reveal. I just, the Riddler just, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I wanted Jim Carrey in a unitard, but this wasn't, I, I think it swung way too far the other way. And it just, that this is the fatal flaw of this movie for me is just the Riddler didn't work for me. Oh, I thought I, I, there was things I didn't like about in first viewing. Like there, I thought he was a little over the top when he was singing and stuff and that, and that, but the second time it worked for me, I, because I understood his plan better. I liked how he considered Batman his working with him. They were both in costume, you know, and that, he had his whole plan from the start went off without a hitch. As far as he's concerned, he got Batman to figure it out and come and he got himself arrested after he'd set his, his uh, followers out to dress up like him and go up very one six style, even though this was written before then, but it's almost like he could see it coming. This, the masses being drawn in by some troll online you know, and getting them to go do something, an attack, and he get he gets to draw Batman in to come see him, and essentially his intention is for them both to be safe while all of this ha- goes down. And it, I just I love that. I I but I I see criticisms in him. I thought he was a little over the top at times for trying to be real and not, but it worked for me. Know, just to me, everyone else was so great. Uh, you know, Andy Serkis was only on screen for two scenes or so. He he brought it. Jeffrey Wright was amazing. That Catwoman was a wonderful portrayal of that character. Penguin was a great twist on that. But just something, you know, making the, centering this around Riddler to me just I it fell flat. And again, the score was great. Uh, Michael Giacchino or Giacchino. I thought well, that was so awesome. Um, and the use of the Nirvana. Yeah. Something yeah, plays, in the way. Two, plays two or three times through that. And when it did, it was effective. Just like that. All that, all that was good. Um, the bat suit was great. My, uh, you know, Robert Pattinson was a good Batman. I, I, this is the best suit I've seen, you know, the, but, <clears throat> He was more mobile. The way they had the cape, he could turn his head the best. He didn't go too far with the gra- gravelly voice like but Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. I hated Christian Bale. I hated it. I hated Christian look. Bale's voice. The voice. Yeah, the look and, and the voice. Yeah, it was terrible. This is the best. So I thought the best so far before this. I just feel like it's always, it's improved mostly, always. Mm-hmm. I thought Batfleck looked great. Yeah. I this agree. is an this is an improvement on that even. Mm-hmm. I think this is a little better than that. And well, I feel like none of us were cynical going in of like, what Twilight guy? Like, no. I feel no. like we've seen. You know, he's made a lot. We of saw good time. We saw. Yeah, you know, so we we watched those type of things. So. I know I was open minded, and he he definitely impressed me for sure. I love and, the and, emo ness think- to him, where he t- takes a mask off. He still got the makeup around his eyes and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that's the idea. Is a lot of these movies, it's a it's a whole lot of Bruce and only a little bit of Bat. This movie is all Bat. There's there is almost no Bruce Wayne, and there's none of the. Uh, I'm going to a cocktail party and a tuxedo. Like there's nothing yeah. like that. He doesn't put on that Playboy affect, no. and so it's 
he, you know, is early in his career. He's still in that, you know, focused mode of he is Batman 24 seven. Yeah. That's what and I was just, I, I liked, you know, the, the, if there was too much of that emo Bruce, I probably would have right. stopped liking it, but I liked him so much as Batman. I was on board with, with him for sure. Him and his loud clumpy boots every time he enters a room. You, oh, you yeah. hear him coming slowly. Clomp, clomp. <laughs> that's what I thought. Uh, that's what I was going to say. The, uh, the oppositeness of it is because this he's great. He's doing the detective stuff and I loved all that, but yes, this is like a year two version of him. It, you know, it says that on his journal. It's like, it's not a beginning, but it's right after that. He, and he's, you know, this is how he works, but he hasn't figured out yet. He, he, he is vengeance. Like you get that in the trailer. I'm vengeance. And he tells him that all the time. And every, I mean, they call him vengeance and, and it's all that until he finds out the these guys call themselves vengeance. They're vengeance too. These these you know these mob of QAnon type people. And it's like, and it's just that realization in him. Like we can't all be vengeance, you know. And it's such that that duality to what's going on in our world. Like so at each other, but you know this stuff. It's like he's like. I got, you know, I got to be hope. And I was like, wait, we can have to put one of them funny S's on, on your chest. <laughs> First thing I thought, but, uh, but the whole concept of him being Batman, this whole movie and barely being Bruce was like this, that's, he's doing the opposite because he gets called out multiple times. Uh, the mayor or incumbent mayor says, you know, your family used to give money and you don't do anything for this town. And in his mind, Batman is what he's doing. He's doing that. And she's like, you don't do any of that for this town. And, and Catwoman is calling him out, like saying, yeah, we do. We're not the same. You grew up rich and it, and you're just playing around, you know, and Riddler's like, you know, Oh, Bruce Wade's an orphan, but he doesn't know what an orphan is, you know, where you sleep four to a bed and stuff. And it, it's like, this is this. There's no way that this next movie isn't him realizing the power and good he can do as Bruce Wayne. He's going to become Bruce Wayne and do these things to improve the city because vengeance isn't working. That was definitely a smart way to get at that central problem with the character that's been around since the beginning, but is only more recently, you know, (laughs) being spotlighted of, you know, he's a rich one percenter who beats up mentally ill people. And it's like, is that the best way to stem the, the, the tide of crime? So it doesn't, you know, he still beats up plenty of people, but it's like, the, the, it at least asks the questions of like, is there more you could be doing? Yeah, I I just think, you know, maybe by the, as it starts out with that bat signal and, you know, giving fear and maybe by the next movie, people are hopeful when they see it and think, you know, what, what he's doing good for the city. When he leads his people out, it's, you know, from the trailer, even with that flare, and they all like crowd after him like zombies almost. It's just like that is such an epic shot. You know, it's I've just to be clear, I love this freaking movie. I would watch it again right now, you know, if it wasn't snowing in the middle of the night. But I I, I loved it. I think there's no fat on it. The the John Turturro didn't even mention him. I thought he was going to be a bit nothing, and he was great. 
He was so good. The only the only complaint I think I ha- have there is because the story we're getting. Okay, this person's exposition telling you this amount of information. He gets a little information here, a little information here. Okay. Oh, my parents might my dad might have been bad done this, but oh wait, it was this, and we we get that too fast. Like he doesn't get to think his parents are bad for very long before before Alfred's telling him otherwise, and. I'm like, okay, we didn't get to, we didn't get to, but, but I'm sure it was just because the movie's three hours long and they had to cut some stuff out of it, you know, I don't know. I loved it. I'm in a weird place. I have a hard time articulating my problem, but like, I can't say anything was wrong with it. I think it was exceptionally well-made, well-acted, well-written, well-designed, like everything about it was great, but it just didn't do it for me i i didn't love it i didn't get engaged with it and i I don't know if part of that is you know growing up you you as a comic fan a nerd you wanted this stuff to be taken seriously you wanted so badly for other people to see what you saw in these characters and to to appreciate them and you know it's not just kid stuff it's really great and i feel like it's gone so far the other way where it is humorless and serious and ultra like part of me does want to see jim carrey dance around like He's a guy in a cape fighting crime. Well, like, I, for I the guy know. that hates the 66 Batman, you know, <laughs> but I, yeah, make up some, your I mind. Don't, I don't know. But like, I'm not saying that that definitely wouldn't have improved the movie. There's, I, I don't know. I don't know what this movie could have done better, but I didn't, I didn't love it. I, I, and I don't, I don't understand why. It's just something I can, about I, it. Was I, like, I this wasn't I what I, I needed. See. I think I, I get, I guess I'm surprised that you end up kind of negative on it but I, I do see the criticism of the villain because i think catwoman's perfect i think all that stuff perfect the only thing i i think is weak is the villain as be as being like you're saying too real world and and, and like that's that one step that is too real world and i i can feel that as a something taking the fun out of it um but other than that, I don't have a problem with it. I, it's my favorite Batman movie now. Like this, this is definitely my favorite Batman movie. And I've re- we watched several of them this week to see if I really meant that. But and I gotta tell you that eighty nine Batman is still good, still good stuff. I was trying to think of my ranking, and I I think Dark Knight is still my number one. I think what Heath Ledger did in that movie just. That's oh, his movie. It's great. And it does the same thing with some real world issues, but without being quite so blatant about it. And I, I still think maybe I think still think the 89 movie would be ahead of this one. So it's, this is probably my third, I would say, if I, if I had to I, had to rank it at this point. I get it. So I, I think I only laughed one time and it wasn't even a joke line, but he says, You've got a lot of cats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because it reminded, it sounded like a Jim Carrey and Cable Guy that line. Of, <laughs> I never thought they'd get it clean after what happened in here. What happened? They had a lot of cats. <laughs> That's funny. I yeah, I feel like there was more funny stuff. Well, what you don't think the thumb drive's funny? <laughs> the penguin was funny. Uh. Uh. Yeah, the act, the car chase was great. The action was good. Like, I love this version, this brutal version of a Batman who isn't 
flipping around and doing kung fu. Like, he walks up to you, punches you as hard as he can, as many times as it takes for you to fall down, and moves on to the next guy. Like, it is a very street fighter, like, tough version of Batman. And I that's, that's like, very Frank Miller kind of feel to it. And I, I loved all that. There's oh. nothing, I, there's very little I can say negative about this movie. I, I, I don't know. I thought it was hilarious when uh, they had the penguin tied up and he's tied around his feet. And then when they leave him there, he has to waddle out. Yeah. I'm like, that was perfect. Because he, he can't walk. Uh, my, the first time I watched it, my biggest, comp- and I told you after we saw it, I saw it the second time that I had created a fix in my head for it, but that there is a riddle in it that they that they keep returning to for quite some time in the movie. And it's the most obvious answer what it is like you can't believe they answer it real quick so you almost in hopes that the audience doesn't figure out the riddle and it's like it's like what are you do- talking about like, like like uh you know rat with wings and they try to come up with all these different answers and and at one point i was like it's so obvious and it kind of bugged me and then i i said what what i equated it to was yeah they if they're they can be stupid enough he can be stupid enough to not get this because they're all stupid enough to be walking around with him and not know who the heck it is. It's like, it's the Clark Kent scenario. You know, it's like, it's like you guys can look right. And this is the most face we've got from a Batman. Anyway, it's got, it's wider on the cheeks and stuff. Like anybody knew Bruce Wayne should have recognized this guy, but still, I don't know. It's very, very good to me like i really loved it even more the second time and love the soundtrack i can't wait to you know buy it and listen to it uh i uh was very happy with it i i'm if there if if there's a movie at the end of the year if i have a different number one i will have had a good movie year so okay i wasn't expecting it either this was not the movie that i i from the previews, I thought, oh, this looks gritty and cool, but I'm betting I don't like it. And I was wrong. Yeah, I think that's what we said, that this was just kind of bonus Batman. Like, if it happens to be good, that's a that's a bonus. But, you know, none of us had anything right. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I watched it. I think, I, here's what I'll say. I think I'd want to watch it a third time because I want to see if at the end he turns left instead. I want the, the I want this time him to do something different than he does at the end of this. It's just... Them riding motorcycles and side by side, cape flowing in the wind is, and I, I can't believe how much I loved that and needed it. Like that was so cool looking. Yeah, I definitely want Zoe Kravitz back. Like I oh, don't want the yeah. vi- you know villains are always one movie and then they leave. Like I, I want to see more development for her and and their relationship definitely. Yeah. Although I did notice John Turturro as Falcone, he had scars on his cheek early in the movie before he ever met Catwoman. Yeah. And in the comic, fame, you know, she's the one who gave him these scars that get his identifying look. Uh-huh. So it was comic accurate, but it was weird that he ha- he already had scars on his face before that scene. Yeah, that seems so, odd. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why why the choice for makeup was there. But. That seems like a mistake. Well, that's pretty much about all I got to say about it. I, I loved it. I hope, uh, I'm curious what other people think of it. Cause I, I've seen some here or there. I've seen a lot of most, 
other people like I listened to like like loved it. Uh, um, but uh, the common man, I I I've heard both both versions. Well, if you if you believe this, the fan community is <laughs> divided yeah. at times. I know what. Go go figure. Oh, uh, there will be another one because it made a bunch of money in it and. Yeah, I saw that. It's getting great reviews, so in general, so people will we will get another Matt Reeves Batman, and I'm happy about that. So I'll <sighs> take it. I'll take it. Well, that's it. I think we did it. We got to well, right. get this out there so people can hear what we think about it and go see it or not. So that is our Bat episode for the Batman. And we'll be back shortly Same with a countdown. Channel. So, yeah, you got it. <laughs> We're going to do a countdown that you've been waiting on for a long time. Our favorite comic book covers. They are coming your way with a special guest. Woo! So, check us out then. We'll see you then. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. What's up? Bye for up. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow, the pop culture podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.